It's Friday, March 25th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. will accept up to 100,000 refugees fleeing the fighting in Ukraine as the humanitarian crisis from Russia's attack on its neighbor worsens, Biden administration officials said Thursday. More than 10 million people in Ukraine have been uprooted by the fighting. More than 3.6 million of them have fled the country, the U.N. says, most bound for Poland. The announcement came while President Biden was in Brussels for a series of meetings with NATO leaders and allies over how to respond to Russia's aggression. Administration officials haven't decided how to structure refugee programs for Ukrainians and are reviewing multiple paths to bring people to the U.S. quickly. The administration also hasn't offered a timeline over which resettlements would occur, though two people familiar with their discussions say the government is preparing for arrivals through 2023. Meanwhile, Ukraine said it struck the Russian-occupied port in the Azov Sea city of Berdyansk on Thursday, igniting a large fire and hitting a Russian warship at the site, which has become a major logistics hub for Moscow's invasion forces. Footage from the area showed smoke billowing from a ship and secondary explosions from detonating ammunition. Footage also showed two smaller Russian ships fleeing the port after the explosions, one of the ships being on fire. The attack in Berdyansk, 50 miles west of Mariupol and nearly 100 miles from the main front line in southern Ukraine, is a sign Kyiv has retained significant military capabilities in its fight against larger Russian forces that are struggling to maintain supply lines in the country. Kyiv initially said the strike destroyed the Russian Navy landing ship, Orsk. Russian officials didn't immediately confirm the attack. Back in the U.S., the Biden administration on Thursday unveiled new procedures to handle asylum claims at the U.S. southern border, hoping to decide cases in months instead of years. The rules empower asylum officers to grant or deny claims, an authority that has been limited to immigration judges for people arriving at the border with Mexico. Until now, asylum officers have only done initial screenings for asylum and other forms of humanitarian relief for border arrivals. The change could have far-reaching impact, but administration officials said they will start slowly and without additional resources. It will take effect 60 days after the rule is published in the Federal Register, which will occur next week. The administration estimated last year that it would need to hire 800 more employees for asylum officers to handle about 75,000 cases a year. The United States has been the world's most popular destination for asylum seekers since 2017, according to the UN Refugee Agency, putting enormous strain on immigration courts. The court backlog has soared to nearly 1.7 million cases. In other news, the Supreme Court on Thursday blocked Texas from executing an inmate after the state refused to let his minister pray and lay hands on him in the death chamber. Thursday's decision was 8-1 to one with Justice Clarence Thomas alone in dissent. The prisoner, John H. Ramirez, was sentenced to die for the 2004 murder of a convenience store clerk, Pablo Castro, during a robbery in Corpus Christi, Texas. Officials rejected his request to have his pastor, Dana Moore, accompany him to the death chamber where he could pray and lay hands on Mr. Ramirez as he was executed. The state argued that allowing Mr. Moore to pray audibly or touch the inmate risked disrupting the procedure. Chief Justice John Roberts, in writing for the court, said the state had a compelling interest in the security and solemnity of an execution 
but observed that for centuries, English and American executions have seen spiritual advisors comforting the condemned at their final moments. And the number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits last week fell to its lowest level in 52 years as the U.S. job market continues to show strength in the midst of rising costs and an ongoing virus pandemic. Jobless claims fell by 28,000 to 187,000 for the week ending March 19th, the lowest since September of 1969, the Labor Department reported Thursday. According to the data, 1,350,000 Americans were collecting jobless aid the week that ended March 12th, another five-decade low. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.